Hello, we're back for season two. Welcome to Adulthood Pending Podcast. I'm Annalise. I'm Brittany. And I'm Kimmy. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, post our lives, and the whole adulting experience. It's 2021 and we're still at home (laughs) and we're still, society is all pretty much alone with their families or with their quarantine pods. So while this might not have been the year or yeah, basically the year that we have planned for ourselves, we wanted to spend this episode reflecting on what it means to feel alone and what are the differences between being alone and being lonely, even if you're surrounded by people. So we're going to be discussing that today. To start off today's episode, something that's probably related to loneliness is your personality. So whether or not you're introverted or extroverted. So what are you two and what does that look like in your life? So when I took the Myers-Briggs for um, where it tells you, part of this tells you if you're introvert or extrovert, I was right on the line of introvert. Versus extrovert. I think it was literally like 49, 51. Oh. And I was um, 51 for introvert because I think I really like, like I can be super tired or like just like not feeling it. But then if I'm around like especially, particularly Mm. people I like, like my friends and stuff, like I'll just have so much energy and like I can like go on for a while. (laughs) Um, But it really depends on the situation too because there are some instances where I'm around people I don't know and I'll still be able to like thrive and you know get by but then there's some times where I'm like in a whole group where I don't know anyone either and I'll be like I just want to go home and lay down so I think it's Mm -hmm. very situation based yeah I I feel like I'm the same so back in I I take the Myers-Briggs test like periodically sometimes I'm just curious see how it changes but back in high school and for the most part of college I was very heavily extrovert Mm -hmm. and then I think I took it again like after graduating and I was an introvert I remember telling Kimmy and she just did not believe she was lying (laughs) so shocked yeah I think it, it has like become true over time like I think there are definitely times where after I hang out with a group of people I'm just exhausted like I'm so tired I just need to be by myself and I think maybe that's why I'm more introverted now than extroverted whereas Mm -hmm. before I constantly wanted to be around people Mm -hmm. um so I think that's maybe the change that said I do still like enjoy hanging out with people and I really like to do that a lot but there are occasions where I just need a day by myself Mm -hmm. you feel tired even if it's like your group of friends that you know pretty well yeah, I think it's just, like, if we do it, – it depends on what we do. Like, if we're out, like, all night for, like, t- a whole weekend, I'm obviously <laughs> exhausted oh. for another reason. Uh-huh. But – or, like, it, I think it depends on the people I'm with. Like, if everyone I'm around is super extroverted, there's just so much energy mm-hmm. that I, I, need a, I need a break sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in high school and even a little bit afterwards, there was multiple, like – situations where that I was in where I was surrounded by super extroverted people so I didn't think that I Mm -hmm. was extroverted even Mm -hmm. though like oh interesting the Meyer Briggs test that I was 
But then I went to college and I was surrounded by, I feel like most people at Scripps were pretty introverted. So then I felt Mm. like super extroverted there. Um, But I am truly like more extroverted. Like I think my extroversion is 80%. Um, oh my gosh. Oh wow. Yeah. So it just seems like <laughs> always wanting to be with people. Like there'd be times last year when I lived in a suite and there's me and another Not girl. Our suite. Yeah, a different suite. So you left us. You graduated. <laughs> <laughs> there's another girl in the suite who is very similarly extroverted. And like there'd be moments where I would just walk out of my room and she'd walk out of her room and we would just be like, where are, where are the people? Or I would just like poke my head <laughs> into people's rooms and be like, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So we just answered whether or not we feel like we're introverts or extroverts. But on that note, do you like being alone? I think I do. Like, I really like having my own space and having my independence, even though I am extroverted. And I feel like it's because, like, when I'm with people, I really devote my time to the people. So then when I'm alone, it's just Mm -hmm. nice to do kind of like whatever I want um, and just have that time for myself. But, like, to caveat this, this is me, like, choosing to be alone, maybe for two to three hours in a day versus I haven't really ever had an experience of being alone beyond traveling for like a month, which is, you know, it's very different to live completely by yourself versus Mm -hmm. to live with other people and still have some sense of, I guess, like that community when you want to, um, but also have the luxury Mm -hmm. of being alone when you want to. Mm So do you think because you're an extrovert, you intentionally try to find situations where you aren't alone to like get that energy from other people or because you also say that you like being alone. So I guess like at the same time, even though you like being alone and doing your own things, do you then find you'd spend the majority of your time seeking out opportunities or situations where you are surrounded by other people? Yeah, majority of the time I do. Even when I am alone, I'm like thinking about, okay, like who should I catch up with? You know, like, who's someone I haven't talked to in a while? Um, Because when there's weeks when I don't communicate with anyone outside of my family, then I'm like, oh, you know, this Mm -hmm. week wasn't necessarily, like, the best socially. But then the weeks where I, like, talk to someone every day, I feel very happy and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So that definitely plays into just being extroverted. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I got a lot better about handling being alone um at first I think I would only like it if it were like my choice to be alone like if I had the option to but maybe I chose to take some time to like do my own thing for a bit mm-hmm. um whereas now I think a lot of my time alone is not voluntary like it, um mm-hmm. before when I was at work um like our schedule our lunch schedules like wouldn't align with each other so mm-hmm. I was always like eating by myself in the courtyard or or my building and so from that I think I learned to appreciate being alone because I think the biggest thing I didn't like from it was like the pressure of people thinking I didn't have friends or like mm-hmm. a strong circle around me when you know at work when there's literally no one who has the same lunch schedule as me like that's just out of my hands so um 
yeah, I think I'm kind of getting over that like negativity about uh, pressures of having to have a lot of friends and like being around people all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting because the three of us have had that experience of all living together. And Annalise and I are Mm -hmm. very extroverted. Like we would just hang out in our living room and be like, who's there? And just like want to socialize with people. <laughs> Where sometimes Britt would just come home and she would just close her door. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, he needs her space. Because <laughs> she was napping. Yeah, I'm probably. No, actually, that's probably it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. But I feel like, as I mentioned earlier, like I, I very much identified as being an extrovert growing up. But then something towards like the end of my my college career and then to... Um, post-grad life I've gotten more introverted Mm -hmm. um and so I think I I do like being alone and like you said like being able to do my own things I think it's something that I like to do and like find a balance of of like hanging out with friends on like certain days but then also having like a whole day where I just do what I want to do and like Mm -hmm. doing things my own schedule on my own terms um, and I find that that's very refreshing for me mm-hmm. and just to helping me like reset everything. But at the same time, I also do like to like find situations where I am with people and like hanging out with them. So it's for me, I think a lot of my adulthood has been finding that balance and what works out best for my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though you two are extroverts, I think you are both better at being alone than I am like I like being alone like if I have to like I said before like take a nap or just chill out by <laughs> myself but like you two or at least Kimmy especially like is good at just being in public by yourself like I remember during school mm-hmm. you would like I would just see you eat lunch by yourself like at a table and like kind of just be doing work mm-hmm. and I always be like oh my gosh that's so admirable that you can <laughs> just sit in this courtyard and like be okay so yeah I think like a lot of my dislike for loneliness is just more from pressure from outside than my actual dislike of it. I get that though. Like I don't think I, I think the times that I did sit by myself at the dining hall, I very much like pretended to do work so that people would be like, oh, she's busy. She's doing work. So she's <laughs> eating by herself. Even though it doesn't really matter if you eat by yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we think that people will judge us. Mm-hmm. How mysterious um, she is eating by herself. Yeah. <laughs> with her book look at her (laughs) scholar (laughs) it was funny story my new year's resolution for 2020 was to be more comfortable with being alone oh i made a goal for back in january who would have predicted where we would be now but back in january i was like every month i'm gonna do something by myself (laughs) and then so it was like go to the movies by yourself or like Mm -hmm. go to a coffee shop by yourself like Mm -hmm. just do things alone Mm -hmm fast forward to now i'm doing everything alone (laughs) which came true (laughs) but completed my resolution i know but i think we're also in the in in a different situation where the three of us aren't really physically alone right now Mm -hmm. even though we are in a pandemic because we're all still with our families exactly Mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of tricky because i think that there is a difference between feeling alone and being alone And I guess, is there a time Mm -hmm. either in this past year or just in your general adulthood phase that you have felt lonely? I think I've mentioned before, but um, I used to think that 
Um, so I graduated in 2019. So we had a period of time where things were kind of normal. And mm -hmm. a lot of my friends were pursuing their jobs and the next phase of their life. And I was at a job where I knew it was not going to be my career. It was kind of it's just like a temporary hold for grad school. And I felt really lonely, even though I was seeing people all the time, like patients. I lived with mm -hmm. my family. Um, I was lucky enough to have a few friends that were still in my hometown. Mm -hmm. I felt pretty lonely in that um, I felt like no one really understood like the phase I was going through and like how difficult it was to mm -hmm. be in an interme intermediate period where um, like I didn't know what was going to happen with my life. And mm -hmm. yeah, I felt really that was like no one kind of understood and that was when I felt probably the loneliest in that no one could people can empathize and you know say like oh I'm going through my own struggles and postgrad isn't as hard as or as easy as I thought it would be but like still I felt like no one actually could understand what it felt like what I was going mm -hmm. through and I guess like that's hard because no one has the exact same experience as everyone else, but mm -hmm. it's still kind of isolating to um, not really have many people to share the same struggles that I was going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's what's super unique about the situation that we're in right now, because everyone has some like shared sense of community when you're like, mm. oh, these unprecedented times, these uncertainties, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... I understand your perspective when things were very normal and feeling like just things were happening that weren't necessarily happening to you. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like for my class, just because so many of us are in the same situation of like graduating and not having a job or graduating and still being at home, mm -hmm. in a way, like, I feel like, you know, even though I don't have a full-time job yet, um, where like others of my friends do have, it doesn't necessarily feel like I'm alone because I know other people are still in this mm. same situation. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's just given that we are still in a pandemic here in the States mm -hmm. um, or everywhere, sorry, but we're still in quarantine heavily in the States. Mm -hmm. um, it There is a sense of like, oh, we're all kind of not where well, we're all in quarantine so we all have like that similar um feeling mm -hmm. of being lonely mm -hmm. but it Brittany you bring up a good point of, or an interesting perspective of what it felt like to be lonely when you were still surrounded by a lot of people physically mm -hmm. and it was just it was hard then to feel like others we're feeling the same, especially as we talked about in previous episodes when like people are posting all the great things and that they're doing on social media. That's constantly what you're seeing. And you're thinking like, well, why aren't why am I not doing that? Mm -hmm. Or like they don't feel the way that I do. And it can feel pretty isolating in that sense. Mm -hmm. So, Britt, you were saying that there were times last year and even maybe now where you felt lonely. So I'm wondering, like in this experience, did you feel like oh, I have to like fill this void with people. I have to do things to fill my loneliness or kind of how did you go about making yourself not feel lonely? Or was this even something that you wanted to like fix or consider? So I think I did what every young adult wants to do and 
uh, try to be comfortable with my loneliness. <laughs> um, I had I tried really hard to think about like why I felt this way, even though it doesn't it didn't really make sense considering I was like always around people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it just took a lot of like self reflecting and getting used to being by myself and like thinking trying to spin it in like a positive way like this is a time I can like reflect and really understand what makes me happy and kind of pursue those things without the distraction of other people or outside factors Mm -hmm. and um so yeah it's still like a journey like obviously sometimes I there are days like I feel kind of alone but I think I'm really satisfied with like where I am and sustaining my own like entertainment and happiness Mm -hmm. and um not really letting outside pressures of like oh I have to be constantly surrounded by people and Mm -hmm. I constantly have to be like living this best life when it's okay to like kind of just mull in what I'm feeling and like better understanding how I could navigate those feelings I feel like that is completely opposite than me like that feels like (laughs) like I feel like if I even feel like a smidge of loneliness I'm like okay I'll just talk to people I'll just like (laughs) go on social media and see what people are up to um where I don't necessarily spend the time to like reflect and Mm -hmm. introspect Mm -hmm. so I don't know I just feel like that's very interesting because it's something that I wouldn't innately like turn to Mm. that's really interesting Kimmy I'm wondering like like Annalise mentioned one of her goals was to be like better about being by herself Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. is that something like you eventually kind of want to have as a goal for yourself like you said I know you said you like being by yourself but like kind of understanding feelings of loneliness and maybe combating that by yourself is that a goal you'd eventually want to have mm-hmm. that's a good question it's not even something that I've really even considered until <laughs> you literally yeah. asked me right now just now yeah <laughs> <laughs> live um I don't know I just feel like I guess because of my personality and being mm-hmm. extroverted, like the way that I see loneliness, not to anyone else at all, but to myself is like, if I do feel lonely, then it's like an issue that I need to fix. So then mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. figuring out how to fix that. And I feel like that also comes with being very like problem solvery. Um, mm-hmm. So when you bring up, oh, like, do you ever just want to be lonely and see how that feels? Like, I feel like at least right now, that's not on my list because it's like why would I make myself feel uncomfortable Mm. if I don't need to even if it Mm -hmm. is like stepping out Mm -hmm. of my comfort zone blah 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 you know what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. no that makes sense not to say that like people that that are feeling lonely have to sit in it I'm just (laughs) (laughs) no it's just curious because um for me at least just personally Mm -hmm. like sometimes I notice like it's kind of when I do things, I know it's just to distract me, not necessarily solve the problem of um, feeling lonely. And so it took a while for me to kind of get at the root of that problem. And obviously I still haven't like completely solved it, but 
Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's everyone has their own idea of what it means to be lonely. And like we clearly see with the two of you, they have different ways of, I guess, coming to terms with that, whether it's like trying to reflect and think about why they do feel lonely and being okay with feeling lonely or if if it's Mm -hmm. more like doing something active to not put themselves in a situation where they are lonely Mm -hmm. Um, and I think either way is fine I don't think that if you are or if you like to be alone um, I don't think that there's a reason why you should force yourself to be around other people Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know the other way around if you like to be around other people I don't think that you should be forced to reflect on your loneliness if you ever feel it. Um, I I just think that the way that we see a lot of things in society is that like you have to always be around people or you have to always have friends and the one who's lonely is always the outcast. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that that's something that growing up you see a lot in like TV shows like, oh, that person mm-hmm. sitting by themselves, they must be weird they must be a loser which is not true and i think just like growing up under that impression is maybe why some people feel obligated to not feel lonely because they equate it to that stereotype exactly Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely feel like that's an issue like of course everyone is everything is kind of a spectrum but like even the concept of loneliness if you put it on like a scale of one through ten i feel like when we see that in movies we're like, okay, that's an eight. So even if you feel, or whatever arbitrary number you associate with it, but even if you feel some like smudge of loneliness, you're like, wait, is this loneliness? Because it's not that like eight that I saw on TV. Like, what is Mm -hmm. it? I feel like I'm not loneliness because I'm, I'm not lonely because I'm surrounded by all these people. So I feel Mm -hmm. like even like before when we were talking about this topic, um, like as podcast hosts, like I couldn't necessarily pinpoint a few certain examples because I was like attributing it to this level that like I hear people talk about and that Mm. I've seen represented on media and I was like I don't really know if I felt that way but then thinking about Mm -hmm. it more and thinking about that there could be a scale I was like okay I probably have I just like right yeah there's like this weird disconnect Mm. yeah well we were coming up with like topics to discuss for or like discussion points for this episode Kimmy brought up that she was in alone in Japan for some time and even then she didn't feel lonely and to me and I I guess also Brittany we were shocked because we're like you're in a like you're in a brand new country that you have never lived in before and you don't feel lonely but you know that's obviously your own personal experience we weren't there so we don't know Mm -hmm. but um and it just goes to show like everyone has their own understanding or their own relationship with being alone and being lonely um, and I think that those are also very different things too mm-hmm. that sometimes people may be confused or see as the same thing. Yeah, I think maybe one of the w- reasons why like I don't see it as like clear cut as Kimmy where like if I feel lonely, then I must just talk to someone and I'll feel like mm-hmm. that will resolve it is because I mentioned earlier like I think loneliness for me really means like connecting with people that like understand my situations to like Mm -hmm. its fullest extent and um when I was post-grad and like seeing like my friends thrive and everything like I had them and I knew I could talk to them but I still felt like lonely and that like I never really wanted to because it wouldn't I knew it wouldn't solve the problem because they 
weren't going through the same thing I was I was going through mm-hmm. and um so yeah I think that's why it's not for me that's why I had to kind of go into this like self-reflection of like understanding um my own loneliness and like coming to terms with it by myself because I knew that's just how I experienced it and so it wasn't mm-hmm. as easy for me to like just call up someone and like not feel lonely anymore mm-hmm. yeah Annalise or Britt and I have shared a lot about our experiences, like being lonely, feeling alone, and like feeling mm. like you might have to fix it or might not. What is your stance on that, Annalise? Great question. What is my stance? <laughs> this whole time that the two of you have been like sharing, I'm like trying to think of my own personal experiences. And I was just thinking about, you know, at the start of the pandemic when my mom back when I was still living alone in Boston my my mom would call and she's like oh you should come home you must be really lonely and I would tell her I'm like I'm not lonely (laughs) like I don't mind this and I think what happened was what happened was I was finding things to do to keep myself busy and Mm -hmm. to not really realize that I was so alone (laughs) Mm -hmm. like I was baking a lot I was um, like watching a lot of tv I was you know reading and journaling like I was doing very a lot of things that didn't necessarily put me in a situation where I, you know, sat there and was like, oh, I'm really alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so because of that, I don't think I felt lonely. Even though I was alone in those situations, I didn't feel lonely. But I did feel lonely. I do feel lonely when when I see like other people doing stuff, Mm -hmm. especially like if all my friends are together and I'm not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if anyone really ever likes that feeling (laughs) to like see all your friends hanging out except for you. So in that sense, do they invite you? Um sometimes, sometimes not. (laughs) (laughs) That's a difference. Yeah, Yeah, I think like I think that is it. But like even if I even if they do invite me and I say no and then I see them like having fun later, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh I could have said yes. Mm -hmm. Um Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's being lonely. I think it's like just visually seeing them or like seeing situations that then make me realize that I'm alone mm-hmm. make me feel lonely. But if I'm like doing something where I'm not thinking about it, then I'm not really aware of it. And I don't mind being physically alone in that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, if I'm not reminded that I'm alone, I'm fine. <laughs> if I'm reminded that I'm alone, that I'm not, then I feel lonely. You know, and whether that's like because I'm not thinking about it or whether because I'm like doing something to keep myself busy, Mm -hmm. um, it just kind of depends on what I am in the moment realizing. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier that your one of your 2020 goals was to be okay being alone. Like hearing that, do you Mm -hmm. think you really resolve that or? Okay, this is going to sound really negative, but like, (laughs) do you think you feel like you have to do all those things to like distract yourself from being alone? So like doing those things out of an obligation rather than like actually taking like joy in like baking by yourself or doing something by yourself for the sake of doing it alone? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think when I do those things I'm not doing it because I'm I'm like oh I'm lonely I want to do something Mm. it's more like oh I want to do this and then I do it so I think in that sense like I have that I I do do these things because it's something that I enjoy and they happen to just like be things that I do alone Mm -hmm. and the whole reason of me coming up with those goals was because I wanted to 
feel okay being alone. And it was what we were talking about earlier about having the societal pressure where if you are alone, then there's something maybe mm-hmm. wrong with you, which isn't true, but it, it was just like maybe how I think society thinks of people. Mm-hmm. So being okay with like doing things in public alone rather. So like going to the museum all by yourself or like going to the movies all by yourself and or going to like a restaurant all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, those things were stuff that I wanted to do to basically tell myself like it's okay to be alone. But what I mentioned earlier about like baking and journaling and watching TV, those are things that I generally like to do. So it's not really, those weren't things that I, intentionally sought out to not feel lonely those are just things that I I, mm, I did that makes sense yeah I'm as I mentioned before I try to do those things too where I like try to force myself to be okay being by myself but I also wonder mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is rooted in like I genuinely just want to like self-sustain my own like happiness and whatever throughout life right um versus like i want to prove this societal pressure wrong or mm-hmm. i want to just seem like i go against society and their norms of like constantly being around people like yeah. do you too any, any thoughts on that yeah i will say though like the the few times that i have done things alone i'm like oh this is great i have my i don't have to care about anyone else's time but my own <laughs> oh really <laughs> like yeah like going like if you think about it like if you want to see a movie i mean i haven't i haven't done it because theaters are all closed but if i wanted to see a movie i could just go at any time i wanted and not have to worry about anyone else's time and how other people will how we would all meet to get there and who's gonna pay for the tickets and the food and snacks or whatever mm-hmm. um i would just go um I, i'm just thinking like those times that i were i would be walking by myself in boston i i enjoyed it because i'm like oh i'm at my own pace i could do whatever i want mm-hmm. um and that I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. <laughs> no, that's good. Because when I'm out by myself, like I'm thinking of like when I go to the store or like the mall or something, and it's usually not voluntary. It's like because I have to do it by myself. <laughs> like there the whole time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, wow, look at me. I did that thing by myself. And it's like, <laughs> no, I did not do that for my own joy. I was really suffering the whole time. <laughs> but like... <laughs> I forced myself to do it because I'm like, okay, like I should do it and I should take pleasure in it when I like, I actually really don't like doing it by myself. Mm, interesting. That is interesting. I feel like I'm a mix. Well, I feel like in moments when I have had to do those things by myself, I'm okay with it because I'm just like, this is more efficient. I'm just like getting everything done. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's kind of how, well. I would rather... Like, over the summer when I was living in a new city with, like, people that I didn't know super well at the time, and if I, like, mm-hmm. had to go get groceries, I'd rather just mm-hmm. wake up and do that on my own rather than, like, waiting yeah. for people, oh, do you want to go? Okay, when? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And, it's like, even if you do go grocery shopping together, you have to wait, and then there's always stress, like, oh, my God, I can't find them in the exactly. aisle. Like, where are they? <laughs> and so there's, like there's that to worry about too um but i and it's the same with like if you go just like shopping or go to the the library or whatever in general it's or what whatever you want to do alone Mm -hmm. it's very much on your own time and you don't have to worry about meeting up with people or like feel like you're wasting their time if you take a while like i take a really long time when i'm grocery shopping because i like to really look at my options (laughs) i believe that too yeah (laughs) 
yeah okay so so i would feel bad if i'm like debating between two different brands and the person's just waiting for me you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's why i like to do some of those things alone because i'm like oh i don't i feel like i don't want to waste people's time but i don't think i like to go to events by myself yet Mm -hmm. i don't know if i have to like that but just Mm -hmm. like i think it's just like if i'm going to an event i have to always ask like oh are you also going this Mm -hmm. is like especially back in college like oh you're going to this party oh do you want to go together like i don't know why that is maybe it's maybe it's also a safety thing Mm. yeah i agree with that like i would rather go to an event where if i'm not going with someone at least i know that i know people there yeah i think it's also like not knowing anyone there too or like the fear of not knowing anyone and some people are fine in those situations some people are very great about me meeting new people Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just thinking of this one um scene in startup which is a k-drama that i recommend oh my gosh i was just watching that (laughs) last night and there's this one scene where the main character goes to like this networking event and i feel like it captures the essence of being alone because she truly only knows like two people there She's sitting at the, or she's standing at the table by herself, just like looking around, seeing if anyone will talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Networking events scare me too. Cause it's, again, it's just, you're in a room full of strangers and it's in a situation, like it's in those types of events where you know you have to talk to people, mm-hmm. but it's like all people that you don't know and that, that stresses me out. Yeah. So basically, what I'm hearing is that being lonely and feeling alone is very nuanced. And it's not very clear cut, is it? <laughs> As is every conclusion we come to. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's also, I think, I was just thinking about how there's, so there's the pressure of society to like, not be by yourself by yourself all the time or like mm-hmm. being lonely as a negative thing. But I think there's also like a pressure that like, if you have to do something with someone, like that's also a very mm. negative thing there's also like when you're with people you have to be having fun too mm. like the pressure of like oh if you're in a group setting you have to feel included and you have to feel like you're having a great time when there have been several occasions where i'll be with people at events and i feel lonelier than i ever have because like if they're talking about something and i or like doing a lot of inside jokes and you're just sitting there it, it, you're just like oh ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then you just so feel lonely yeah oh mm-hmm. no yeah i've never experienced that what <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was like a very distinct time in high school where um i didn't really have like a group of people that i consistently hung out with mm-hmm. so um back in asia the drinking age is isn't 21 so we would like go to bars and stuff senior year and i just remember there was this one time at graduation and i was literally <laughs> between two different groups of friends but they weren't friends with each other necessarily. Mm. And I just didn't fit into either conversation. And mm. I felt so lonely in that time. So I think that there's also like this pressure of if you're in a group setting with people that you know, that you have to feel mm-hmm. included and you have to be having a good time when that's not always the case either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like that way during like college orientation. Like mm. it's a few days long, so you get to know some people to a certain degree, but like you know, you can only get so far with like four days worth of events <laughs> together. And like, yeah, I felt like even though I was amongst so many 
folks that were like like-minded and had the same kind of ambitions that I did I felt really mm-hmm. that was a time I remember being really alone mm-hmm. yeah. wait you didn't feel alone during then oh no I did but I think she thrived no she thrived during orientation <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, I think everyone feels that way just because it's your first time yeah. surrounded mm-hmm. by people where really no one knows each other. Right. I mean, and you have your mm-hmm. roommate, but you barely even know them. So you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't always get easier after you graduate. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, you know, sometimes you do find people, but I feel like it's also hard when you do graduate and especially if you move to a new city too. Mm-hmm. But that all said, I think that there are ways that you could, um, you know, maybe enjoy being alone if you can. And if not, that's OK, too. I feel like clearly we are not very definitive about anything we say. So <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. But also, if you want that, it's OK, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, That's our new tagline. <laughs> also. I mean, I feel like, too, there's been, like, now this weird, because of the pandemic, like, idealization about being alone. Like, on TikTok, people are like, yeah, take yourself on a date. And then they show themselves doing it, Mm. and they're like, wow, that was amazing. (laughs) So I feel like... (laughs) I I feel feel refreshed. Exactly. Our, like, society, because of this pandemic, is shifting from, oh, that's so bad if you're being alone and you don't have any friends surrounded by you. To like, wow, look at you doing that on your own. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see post-pandemic how that mm-hmm. sort of like almost new norm will stay or whether it will not like be left behind. I don't know. Yeah. Or if it will like do a full 180. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. at 360. Yeah. That's a circle. I always <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we really hope this episode resonated with all of you, whether you do feel lonely or haven't felt lonely at all. We hope we at least touched on something that you might be able to connect with. And we just want to say thank you all for listening. If you're interested in watching our podcast rather than listening to the audio, you can find us on YouTube. You can follow us at Adulthood Pending Podcast on Instagram and all of our other socials are in the show notes. Join us every other Monday for new episodes. We can't wait to share our stories and are excited you're joining us on our adulthood journey. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.